Hello and welcome, folks, to episode 110 of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We're a UK-based podcast talking about all things Dice Masters. I'm Chris, otherwise known online as the true Mr. Six, and that guy over there... Is Andy, aka I've not thought of one this week. Oh, <laughs> there's a first time for everything. There's a, there's a first time for everything. Uh, yes, welcome everybody. This is the last episode before the Dice Masters versus Cancer event. So the theme of our episode this week is going to be Dice Masters versus Cancer 2021. Ooh. Yeah, very exciting. So we'll be. Uh, getting into some nitty gritty on that one. Have you really not managed to think of one this week? No, it wasn't in my head. Oh, well, there you like go. Christmas Eve, isn't it? The day, you know, the episode before the event. Uh, a bit like Christmas Eve. Yeah, the the sense of excitement, anticipation. Will I get a lump of coal? Will I get that expensive Lego set I always wanted? <laughs> you know. <laughs> Will I yep. get those cool promos? Will I get the wooden spoon? Yeah, although wooden yes. spoon, that we have a wooden spoon problem. Do we? Yes, we do. What's that? What's the uh, there's no wood. <laughs> Got no word. Got no wood. The wooden spoon guy can't get any wooden spoons because his wooden spoon guy. Ain't got no wood to make spoons out of. <laughs> you, you would. What? You can't make it up. You can't make it up. I'm not joking. My my wooden spoon guy, Kev, who yeah. won't be listening, but hello, Kev. Uh-huh. Uh, my my wooden spoon guy got in touch. I, I messaged him ages ago saying I'm going to need a new batch of wooden spoons. Messaged him ages ago saying, "Can you get sort me out?" And he just the other day, I emmed me and said, "Listen, Chris, uh, I've got a bit of a problem. I can't get any wooden spoons." Are you telling me that I can't go on Amazon right now and buy some wooden spoons? Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't... It's obviously not as simple as that because he's trying to, I don't know, maybe buy them at wholesale price or whatever. Um, in his defence, he gives me the wooden spoons for free for Dice Masters versus Cancer, so, you know. So don't worry, we're, we're working on it. We're working me, on it. There's time yet. Yeah. I can get a set of six for £6.25 here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's probably more to it than that. Like uh, they have to fit his laser etcher or whatever. I don't know. I'm just saying. This, this, what I've got a set of twelve here for for nine pound fifty. I can have it in his doorstep tomorrow morning. Tell him that the <laughs> the problem has been solved. Right. I'll, no, I'll let him know. <laughs> no, that sounds to me like he's avoiding you. He no, I don't think so. To offend him. Uh, I do plenty of things, many things to offend many people on a day-to-day basis, but uh, I don't believe <laughs> that's the case here. <laughs> Get a catering pack of little wooden spoons, a hundred of them for three pound eighty-two. You could have a hundred mini Ministry of Dice spoons. Well, uh, I imagine. I don't know for sure. We can, we can I, make I will them. ask. And then, like, leave them. In, I, like, I am. I imagine. Ways. It's a, a a question of quality or something to do with the way he laser etches them. But I'm just saying, don't worry, though. I'll get it sorted. It's fine. We're on it. Well, we haven't got We're... much time. Yeah, don't panic. Mr. Mannering. Don't panic. Um, so where were we? I got distracted by wooden spoons then. Um, uh, Dice Masters versus Cancer. It's like- oh, yeah. Sure. Uh, well, we'll get into all that. Um, uh, th- that'll be the... 
kind of main focus of our featured segments. But of course, before we do, as always, I'll ask you, my good man, what have you been up to in the last two weeks? Well, I've had a very busy two weeks. Okay. Um, mostly trying to find wood because apparently there's a shortage. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's quite impressive. Chucking Did you? You must. You must have anticipated me bringing that up today. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, we have been all about the single sets because we are mm. getting ready for Dice Masters versus Cancer, which. Uh, format is single set yes uh, so w- i have been looking at different sets uh, and tinkering around and trying a few teams out i try what did i try last week i can't even remember you played um, the turtles oh yeah that was never gonna work um, <laughs> but it was all conveniently in a box um or also i thought until i realized that at some point i must have used bebop and put his dice in some random place because could I find that? Nope. Bebop and Rocksteady are a nice little combo. They are. They're all right. Mm. Um, they're not great, though. Well, I couldn't play it because I couldn't find the dice. Uh, so that went <laughs> by the wayside. I've got to uh, another team to try tonight. I suppose the, well, the video will be out by the time I record it, which is the Warriors 3. It's one that I played around with before. If you look back on our history of videos, you'll see a few that I... Uh, did with that and um it's a good set the mighty thor set uh it's got some good bits in it i'll tell you what it doesn't have it doesn't have many lower cost cards Ooh, right well car park that will revisit that in a bit that's okay. uh that's a, a lovely point of debate because i think there's a few sets with a few like elements of that nature so uh that's a bit of a uh, a conundrum um other than that not a lot else uh, in regards to Dice Masters. Um, there's a new season of Apex, so video game fans out there, get that updated because it is awesome. Um, played a bit of that last night, and this current this this past weekend, me and Javier, we there was a limited time event for I think it was like Monsters something or other, and um, if you've got a certain amount of points, you got to complete a prize tracker uh, and we had a chat on Friday and went should we try and complete this over the weekend so did Friday Saturday Sunday Monday uh, nights uh, completing the or getting the points completing the prize tracker which we both completed on Monday well there you go it's quite a cool little thing what I quite epic like, sesh yes it was an epic sesh what I quite like about it and apologies to any non-video gaming fans is that it gives you something else to aim towards other than winning the game. Now, when you go into a game and there's like, what, 20 teams, 20 teams of three people battling out to become the winner, 19 teams, so that's, you know, the majority of people playing that game aren't going to win. But when you bring in other kind of goals like, um, you know, shooting someone, you know, killing someone five times, getting to the top 10, um, just playing games as well is one of the achievements. So when you've got different achievements which is top 10 or whatever uh it means that even when you don't win you win or you know you, you achieve a goal so it's a bit more satisfying uh so kind of like that so i got <laughs> into the habit of landing in the edge and uh refusing to move anywhere until half the teams had died and then, <laughs> and then running off to get killed so we can start again uh so that's fun so, uh, and other than that not really any board gaming stuff you should uh, share with the listeners the genius idea that you had about 15 minutes ago. What was that? 
for filing your dice. The genius idea. So my genius idea that I had 15 minutes ago was that over the course of the past four years, we've been releasing these YouTube videos of different teams, different cards, different dice. And at the end of the game, it's quite late. It's usually past midnight. Uh, so I'll cut these dice that I picked out of the relative box and I chuck it in a big ice cream tub and um, and then forget about it till the next week, do the same thing. So... The idea is that we just go in reverse and we reverse play every team that we've done for the past four years. Then every time we finish that game, we put the dice in the right place and the cards out in the right place in the binder. And then after four years, they'll all be back in the same place again. (laughs) It's the the, the genius. What do you reckon, guys? You want to see us replay every, (laughs) every team that we've played backwards? That would do four years' worth of content. I, mean, I, I think everybody though doesn't, doesn't everybody have a uh, I don't know what you'd call it like a recently used mess of cards and you know the dumping ground or the that box and little pile that just accrues uh, particularly if you play regularly yeah I think particularly if you play regularly online where you're just at home yeah when you go out, you can like you pick your dice out and then you you put it in whatever you ca- you travel with. You're more likely to put it back so you can fill up the thing you travel with next time. But when you play at home, I just like dump them all in. The, the, the cards are ridiculous. The card piles just get bigger and bigger. I won't have anything in the binder soon. Yeah, this this is why I keep losing cards as well. You see, on that exciting news, folks, Chris found you found the um, the missing cards that you were looking for. Yes, I did. Although, have I actually mentioned that on the podcast before? Yes. Have I? If you did, it was either on the podcast or on on a stream. Yeah, so uh, there was... uh, So I think I've mentioned that I'm working on some new pages for the website right now. And one of the new pages is all about promo cards. And I've been going through my promo card binder and taking photos and looking at game texts and stuff for some videos and some pages on the website I'm working on. And some of the, I found some gaps and I'm like, where are these? Where are they? I can't find them. I want to take a picture. There was one in particular I wanted to take a picture of for an article I was writing and I couldn't find it at all. And then it suddenly dawned on me that it was a D and D adventurer. It was me foil alt art D whiz that was missing, the one I wanted to take the photo of. And it was on the campaign, the D&D campaign team that we played not long before we moved. And then the more I thought about it and the more I looked at the gaps in my promos binder, I realized that all the missing promos were from those teams that I played in the couple of months before I moved house. Um, So I then became not concerned, but I knew, like, where are they? Because we've still got a bucket ton of unopened, unpacked boxes in the garage. So I went on a massive mission this weekend, just gone. Needed to clear some of the boxes anyway because we're getting the conversion, the garage conversion done soon. I went rooting around and I found that bundle of cards, recently used teams all together, dangerously close to my trades, might I add. Oh, imagine that. Yeah, because um, uh, Lobo, I'm, I'm sorting, I've been going through my spares, getting those cards together for you. Um, and yeah, dangerously close to the trades. And I found them all, bar one. There is still one absent and in the wind. So I found me D, me alt art human paladin, my alt art D Wiz, and my Minsk and Boo, which were three I was obviously very concerned about, particularly the foil D Wiz, because I won that. You know, it was a prize card I earned at the 
UK Nats in whatever year it was. 2018. Yeah, I found my Typhoid Mary from the Slingers set that I built a team around uh, shortly before we moved. But what I can't find is my foil, my alt art foil Wolverine, which was from that same UK Nats that I won that one. I can't find that one anywhere. Now, it may, I've got to now start digging deeper into those trades to see if it's there but it was a triumph it was a very happy moment when i <laughs> happened across that bundle i can hear the relief across the yes world. yeah well so the thing is i had a, i had tons of ultra pro debt boxes you know the plasticky ones with the velcro latch yeah and i downsized and chucked a load out just before moving house because I, I do not need i mean i'm not joking folks it was like 40 of them <laughs> <laughs> that I've just accrued. I Maybe there was a time they were selling them as three packs or something. I don't know, but I've just accrued all these. So I was like, I don't need 40 of these things. I don't use them a great deal anymore because Dice Masters isn't... You know, I, I used to use them for Star, Star Wars LCG and yeah. stuff. Um, so I binned a load of debt boxes, and there was just this little seed of doubt, this moment's fear that I hadn't properly checked them. And that maybe I'd crammed in the haste of getting everything packed for the move that I'd crammed this bundle of recently used cards into a box and it had accidentally gone in the bin load that had got tipped. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it wasn't just those promos. It was the fact that it was like, well, a lot of those teams were good teams with cards in that I like to use and play with regularly. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yes, there is relief in my voice. Excellent stuff. Being up to anything else? Uh, so, uh, obviously our game that you mentioned before, uh, what did I, I remembered what you played, but I've forgotten what I played. What did I play? Oh, uh, a justice campaign box and team pack team I built, uh, which was quite, yeah, it was quite nice. There's a few folks out there. know I'm a big fan of justice league theme teams that use that green arrow. Um, I've forgotten his subtitle, the one that does damage to all the opposing character dice for the number of justice league characters that you have. Uh, but the MVP, the one I had a lot of fun using, was the Strike Wonder Woman. Oh, God, yeah, she's really annoying. Yeah, not not one I'd used a great deal before. Uh, she's a three-cost. She's got Strike. Strike, of course, if it's the only dice that you field that turn, gives the character die plus two attack, plus two defense, and overcrush for the turn that it hits the field. So, hence, Strike, it's a, you know, it's a quick kind of punchy sort of thing. Um, and I hadn't used it a great deal, but the Justice team that I'd built was a conversion of a broader Justice League team, and I just swapped out the handful of non-Justice campaign box Justice League characters from the Justice League set for... Uh, I just had to backfill the spaces, so I think it was Hawkgirl I'd taken out and something else. I'm in the weeds. Um, so I popped that Wonder Woman in, and I thought, oh, she'll do. Cheap Justice League character. You know, she'll, she's got a bit of punch. She'll contribute to the, the Green Arrow manoeuvre. But she was a powerhouse in her own right. By the time I got my Batman out, giving everything plus one, plus one as well, she yeah. was pretty scary. Beast. Yeah, so that, that was a nice team. No, not a lot of tricks and shenanigans. It is just sit it out, don't sweat it, wait until you've got your, your little army of Justice League together and then drop a green arrow in the field. And I have to confess, there were a few times when you bought your metalhead, there were a few times where I was like, oh, right, uh, I better move, get things done quick, you know because when that metalhead hits the field, things would have gone a bit more awry for me. Um, but that, yeah, that's a nice team. So uh, if anyone's looking for inspiration, maybe take a closer look at some of the Justice league stuff in the Justice League, uh, in the Justice campaign box and the team packs. Uh, and then I've been building for tonight, um, getting ready. So I've gone, 
way left field for me. Not a team that I'm particularly comfortable with at all, but uh, I wanted to try something different. Very good. Very mm. good. Exciting. Yeah. Uh, and then over on the channel, uh, I think I mentioned this, obviously, because I was uh, poorly with the old C19. It's been a little thinner than usual. I've not been keeping me, me little uh, one-minute shorts. I haven't made many of them over that period. But I did manage to get one video out that I recorded in my isolation chamber about the idea of rolling more dice. Winning more games is about rolling more dice, getting practice and improving your ramp. That was the kind of subject to that one uh, there's a few folks commented on it actually that i've not got around to replying to yet but so i kept it a little bit afloat and then i've been playing with my action figures over on the other channel playing with your toys yeah yeah that's been taking a bit of time too uh so that's about it on the gaming front not been playing a great deal with the kids um in fact the board games haven't been out much at all of late mostly because of strictly come dancing <laughs> yeah and then, you know, hustling, just getting stuff ready for the Dice Masters versus Cancer. Getting the prizes ready. Yeah, yeah, I've been working, getting some stuff set up for the stream on the day. You know, that that takes a little bit of time to sit down and, and figure out. Promoing it, you know, just smashing it out on the socials to generate interest and stuff. So, yeah, that that's me. Um, on the Dice Masters front and the non-Dice Masters front, really not a great deal. Of non dice master stuff. I listened back to our episode last or two weeks ago, uh, right. where, where we had Jimmy and and Brian. Very mm, nice yes. to be with us. Um, and I, I, I listened to it back, and you guys were talking about flip card or flip books. Yes. Um, and I got confused with pop up books, uh, so I said, "Oh, I'd like to have a, a flip book uh, game mat." Uh, but what I meant. And what didn't come across, and what I think is an amazing idea, is to get a pop-up book, Dice Masters Game Mat. Yeah, that's what we meant. Well, at least that's what I meant, yeah. Oh, because we were talking about flip books, and I didn't know if... I was like, why did I get that confused? But can you imagine a cool pop-up book, play mat? That's what I want. You can have it like like folded over, and you unfold it, like you open it up. It's like a cityscape of Gotham, and then you've got spots for your cards, and a little place to roll dice, and a different bit of something for you use pile and everything else someone should make that but our pop-up books must be really hard to make they're very clever but then they've been around for ages like so they can't be that hard uh well it's once you've figured out the engineering then the, you know the design of it i imagine it comes yeah. fairly straightforwardly it's just getting over that initial hump of planning it out isn't it i suspect yeah. i mean it's yeah it's got to be easier than like making a computer I, I have never made a pop-up book, nor have I made a computer, so I've got <laughs> I've got no no experience to call upon in order to answer that. But if anyone out there <laughs> is good at making pop-up books and they want to make me a Gotham City pop-up playmat, oh, <laughs> that was really hard to say, pop-up playmat. Um, then then please do and send it to my house. I'll give you the address. Message me. <laughs> okay, there you go. Brilliant. Uh, and on that note, let's move us now into the main body of the episode, shall we? I think we should talk more about pop-up books. Uh, I think we should let the listeners know what we've got coming up. But if you want to, you know, oh, okay. pepper it in as we're going along, then that's fine. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. 
<laughs> okay. So as we said at the outset of the episode, it is the Dice Masters versus Cancer 2021 special. We're going to uh, just take a moment to uh, do a community focus, re-promote it, and just make sure that if you've not been around for a little while, and this is the first episode you're hearing in a bit, you're getting all the deets, as well as letting those who've been with us for the whole duration um, get them in the loop on some of the bits that have happened over the last week or so. Then we're going to move into talking about our predictions for the event. What, what sets do we think we're going to see a lot of? What cards do we think might be better? Um, what impact are we seeing or hearing about in the conversation about the achievements and penalties and just kind of wherever our noses take us in terms of discussing it ready to go for the main event the main event yeah i think that's about it isn't it that's all we've we've got planned yeah just it's gonna be all about the dice masters versus cancer yes absolutely uh so shall we get into the community focus of it all man let's do it let's do it This is London calling. Here is the news. Yes, okay then, folks. Welcome back, and here is the news. Pretty straightforward community focus for you all today because, as we've done for a couple of episodes now, we are touting for your business. We want you to come along and play in our Dice Masters versus Cancer 2021 tournament taking place on the 13th of November 2021. And why would you want to do that, I hear you say? Well, quite simply, it would be a great, fantastic full-on day or evening, depending on where you are in the world, of Dice Masters. Or you're interested in the fact that it's a fundraiser and we're using the event to raise money for Cancer Research UK. Or you like the look of some of the great loot that's on offer. Yeah, and you like an opportunity to win those prizes. Or... <laughs> I like what we've done here. This isn't even, even practised. I know, yeah, we just kind of happened across this. Or... 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 You know, you just like hanging out with us all. Just want something to do. So what? why not us? It's cheaper than going to the pub. Oh, that's it. Can't think of anything more. Oh, you don't. Oh, well, we're going so well then. We were doing so well. Um, but yes, it's a uh, online Dice Masters tournament taking place over the, the discords and the video calling, uh, video chat services. Uh, if you are new to the idea of using online services to play dice masters through video calling then please do head on over to britrealistics.com we've got a section in there called playing dice masters online which includes all of our mod cribs content so we've got guides in there as to how to get yourself set up what type of equipment you might want to use like webcams etc what the etiquette and kind of accepted sort of community standards around doing it are recommendations around how to use your phone so do not be deterred if you've never played online before um it's a charity fundraiser we want you to get involved so go and use the guides or get in touch and we'll help you get yourself online to play absolutely do not be deterred mm. Yeah, we, we want to get as many people playing as possible uh, for the very simple reason that the more who play, um, the higher the check to Cancer Research UK becomes. Uh, now, that money, it is, it is a ticketed event. We're charging £10 entry. Uh, that's approximate. I've noticed that that fluctuates a small amount because of exchange rates and stuff. So, you know, don't come after me if you've spent £10 and three pence. I mean, that three pence will make the difference. 
Absolutely, well. Um, but uh, be assured that all the ticket costs, bar a small administrative fee that we have to pay for our, ha- our cash handlers, is going to Cancer Research UK. So uh, every player, every extra player we get is just increasing the the charity pot, increasing the donation pot. So please do come along and play. Um, even if it's your first time, even if you're not feeling particularly confident about online tournaments, just come for the fun of it all. As Andy said, come and hang out. It's just a good day's play or a night's play if you're over this side of the ocean. Uh, but just by the very act of entering and paying you £10, you're helping us raise money for Cancer Research UK. Absolutely. Uh, and mm. not only is it Dice Masters versus Cancer, Dice Masters versus Cancer is an MODPDM, a Ministry of Dice Presents Dice Masters, and it runs on the format of everyone plays all day. So there's no top cuts, uh, there's no um, thank you for your money, now bugger off. Uh, you will play every game. It's completely Swiss all the way through from start to finish. And whoever is at the top of that board, regardless of what challenge <laughs> seems to work out on its own little mind, will be <laughs> the winner. Yes. There's also some swag available. We've had some very generous contributors who've given either time or product uh, that we can offer as prizes to incentivize you all to come along and play and help us raise that fundraising total so uh, i wanted to take a moment i know i mentioned a few folks last week but we've got some thank yous to put out there so our donator list is growing so thanks to WizKids games they're sending us some stuff over to uh, contribute to the event patriot games we've been a, a regular supporter of the dice masters versus cancer and they've given us a custom limited edition printed mat that we can give away at the event uh, chaos cards have pitched in they've given us a big old 50 pound gift voucher to one lucky winner uh, level up games we've got a bucket ton of stock from those guys that we've been using for years now uh, they were very generous a few years back and it's it's lasted some time and of course my local store element games who always pitch in and help out as well there's a few individual contributors as well that i want to take a moment to thank big up to our man jordo over jordo, at dm north jordo, jordo. Uh, who is the designer of said custom map uh, and has also given a lot of his time to help me get some of the uh, the finer detail around the stream and the challenge and discordy stuff uh, sorted. Uh, Stu Art, who's once again just knocked it out of the park with his uh, custom sketch art card. Uh, please do head on over to the event page on BritRoller6.com and have a look at the artwork that uh, that Stu's done on these custom cards. They are outstanding, and we've got a couple of bundles of those to give away, so thank you, Stu. Uh, ben Said Scott has uh, contributed some cards and a premium event, uh, sorry, a premier event playmat, which I, I don't think you can get anymore. I think these are starting to become very limited in supply, so thank you, Ben. And then we've got at New Dice Masters on twitter who i correspond with regularly who uh, his his contribution is is you just got to go and see it to believe it it is a dragon scale dice bag with a dragon eyeball embedded it's amazing (laughs) it is it's brilliant i I can't explain you have to go and see it to believe it so go and visit and take a look and thank you to at new dice masters for his contribution does he sell Uh, those uh no i think he's just you know he's a crafty guy and he's he crafted some up for him he his, he, his wife and his mum are all players and from what i understand he just makes custom stuff and that's even more impressive yeah yeah so there you go um he does all sorts of stuff he um he freaks heroclix players out because he removes the figures from the dials at the bottom and does like custom little dioramas and things with them <laughs> do you think do you think he's any good at pop-up books 
<laughs> I, t- I do not know. I, I will ask him next time I'm ask tweeting him. with him. <laughs> uh, so, but uh, yeah, sorry, folks. I wanted to take a moment. Obviously, these people are given their time and they've given prize contributions to the pool. Uh, I felt it was important to take a minute to give them the big up. 100%. And if you're out there and you want us to big you up, then send us some stuff. <laughs> Sending us stuff guarantees a mention on the podcast. Either oh, a surprise or just actually, as a gift to us. Mo- momentary tangent. This is a, a patented True Mr. Six tangent. So one of the things I'm working on at the moment is a channel trailer for the YouTube page. You know, the video on the landing page when you land. Yeah. Uh, we, we we haven't got one we haven't had ever had one and i just had this little idea where i thought it'd be fun to do like a spoof corporate video um yeah. you know I, I i love the mod because but with stupid stuff and uh, so i put a call out to the to the members of the ministry and said if you just film yourself in landscape using your phone this is what it is it's like a spoof corporate video and just say i love the mod because and just whatever daft serious i don't care just put it commit it and send it in danny <laughs> well done uh, you are the only contributor so far but i'll keep i'll keep going at it to try and get uh more videos for that uh, channel trailer uh, but it is hilarious it's absolutely hilarious uh very well done it had me lm faoing uh, anyway bringing it back round on track so the kickoff time is 6 p.m gmt and um, be very very careful just double check because uh, clocks have moved over here already and i believe they're imminently about to move in other places around the world so just make sure you're on top of the start time uh, we're asking players to check in 30 minutes beforehand at 5 30 uk uh, obviously the number of swiss rounds will be determined by the number of registered players we're hoping to be at least four rounds but getting enough players to take us up to five or six so be prepared for uh, you know a big old long session make sure you've got plenty of snacks and drinks and what have you um and you can register through the challenge registration link that is on the page on our website and that is again britroller6.com and you can't miss it there's a big old dice masters versus cancer button on the sidebar on the homepage. Absolutely. Is there a date for when teams have to be submitted? Uh, there is. I'm asking for them the night before, midnight on the 12th of November. Cool. Plenty of time. Yeah, absolutely. That that just then gives me the time on Saturday before the event starts to um, you know grab the team builder links, embed them in a post and put them in a location that people can go and see them and, and use them through the course of the event. And that can be a bit time consuming and fiddly in terms of an admin task. Oh, well, you can, you can, you can do that. Yes, skilled. Uh, yeah. And I will. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, and then just the final thing to point out is a golden single set event. Uh, so uh, all your team must be made from the same release whether that be a blind product release or a campaign box and associated team packs there's a little bit of uh, finer detail in there for example if the sets without uh, basic action cards which starter we're asking you to use uh, basic actions from so again all information is on the home page um, go and take a look at that indeed you do and whilst you're there check out the achievements and penalties lists on how to gain or lose more tickets tickets we've not explained that so you do not the the winner is not guaranteed uh the best prizes no even if you become if you become or if you come uh dead last you could be in for a quarter of a prize and that is before every game win you get two tickets 
Uh, that's if, so if you lose the round but win a game, you get two tickets. Um, there's the different achievements. If you check those out, there's ways to get even more tickets. And then at the end, we'll put all the tickets into a hat or a digital hat. Uh, so, yeah, it's an app on my phone. <laughs> pull out numbers at random. If that corresponds to a number on your ticket, you will win that corresponding prize. So that means that uh, if you know if you win more games, you got more chances. But you could you know end up with with one or two tickets and uh, take home some of the corker prizes, including that game app that, that you mentioned earlier, because that is beautiful. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, it is a great job, Jordan. Um, so yeah, now I think we've covered it all, have we? I think so. I think so. Yeah. I'm out of so yeah. So looking forward to seeing some of you there. The grand total raised so far. This is just on ticket sales uh, up to today, as of date of recording, is one hundred and fifteen pound. So we're already well on our way to making. Uh, a lovely donation to Cancer Research UK. We did, I mean, we did exceptionally well last year. It was over £700, and it'd be great if we, could, if the community could come together and get us over uh, that kind of threshold again this year, um, although I think that might be a little bit ambitious. It depends whether Alex does another, like, sponsored drink himself to death thing while he's playing. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, uh, but I know there's a few people who are looking to contribute in some additional ways on top. There was talk last year of Mike playing the whole event in a in fancy dress. Maybe he would consider doing that again this year. We could all we could all pitch in an extra book to convince Mike to play the event through. I'm in for that. Dressed as a dominatrix or something. I could I could lend him some stuff. <laughs> I'm certain you could. <laughs> Let's not forget there's also a quiz. Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, this is... Um, here you go, folks. Here's a segment just dumping information on you. But, yeah, it, the achievements and penalties list have all got just uh, these kind of nerdy quotes from movies, TV shows, comic books, and such like. Uh, and one, one, one of the things I like to do, just for a bit of added fun, a bit of extra fun, it's kind of there for if you're unable to play on the day but you still want to make a donation. It's just a little bit of fun to sort of surround uh, people making donations who aren't able to come along. But uh, that said, everyone who has played the, game, the quiz so far um, is registered to play um but yeah it's a five pound entry ticket we've got a mystery prize from whiz kids although andy and i know what they are and they're really good you should enter the quiz it is you would be imp- disappointed if you didn't enter the quiz yeah yeah um the only reason i'm saying they're a mystery prize is because they've still not arrived in the post but okay They'll be here. Yeah. They'll be here. J- Jimmy has told us what they are, and uh, we were both a bit like, "Oh, really? Okay, that's curious." Um, so yeah, they are pretty obscure, quite rare, and very special. It's amazing. Um, so Let's yeah, you at the Fantastic Four solo play box. No, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I've had mine for ages. It's great. <laughs> It's just got a blank book because they haven't worked out the rules yet. <laughs> yeah, just like pages with a fantastic four cover. Every game text is vanilla. Every card is blank. Every dice <laughs> is blank. No, it's not. No, it's not forward products. Don't. <laughs> we haven't or, got. Or is it? Well, I don't know. 
Well, he's not. If, if that's coming, he's not mentioned that. Uh, although we have had just FYI, folks, if if you've been following uh, our convention events where we were raising money for Cancer Research UK, uh, we have actually been sent uh, new releases before shelf date. So, you know, well before shelf date, like yeah. six flipping months before shelf date. I was gutted we gave that away. I'm furious you did. I was not happy at the time. <laughs> And you know I wasn't. Cancer Research was happy, though. Sorry? Cancer Research was happy. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, but no promises. I don't know that that's not, I mean, we've not been told that that's the case. I'm just bigging us up, really. Um <laughs> Yeah, but the uh, yeah, the, so the quiz. So go and take a look. The again, the information is on BritRoller6.com. Um, you basically name the film and the character that, or the TV show and the character, or the comic book and the character, or there's a couple of you know trick ones in there um, that said the quote. And if you are a fan of film and TV, then why not check out Mod Extra? Uh, that's a podcast <laughs> of our that talks about all things film and TV. Uh, yes, it does. And a big thank you to those entrants who uh, have entered the quiz so far and took the time to correct <laughs> minor inaccuracies in the quotes. Rather than acknowledging how impressive it was that I was able to put those quotes into the quiz, largely from my memory, which was obviously fell a little short at instances, they felt it was more important to point out when my my memory had fallen a little short and the quote was slightly inaccurate. Or you was it out. or was it maybe they've just got the wrong the wrong character in film? Maybe. Either way, <laughs> probably not gonna win now that you've pointed out his mistakes. <laughs> just saying. Um uh, one entrant actually rewrote the whole uh you know, the the quiz form and put loads of just like daft little things in. <laughs> With the red just, pen. I, uh, well, it was written up on a computer, but I did wonder if they were just testing to see whether I actually re- read these things or not, <laughs> which I did. Um, so, right, there you go. That's it. This is going on too long. Uh, so here we go. Dice Master First Cancer, 13th of November. Enter on Challenge. Information on BritRoller6.com. Come out and play Dice Masters to help us raise a big old check that we can give to Cancer Research UK. Or don't. Yeah, but but send some, make a donation anyway. Yeah, <laughs> good. Right on to the next segment. Yes, welcome back, then, dear listeners, and we are now going to talk uh, even more about Dice Masters versus Cancer. But this is going to be a little bit more of a debate, discussiony kind of thing. Predictions: what cards and sets do we think might be popular? How much influence do we believe the achievements and penalties have had on team selection and what we're hearing out and about in the community that are coming along and playing and just just generally talking it out and seeing if we can, you know, generate more interest through conversation. Yes. But thank you. Thank you for that contribution. <laughs> You're welcome. So uh where, where where would you like to start? Should we start with what we believe will be the popular sets? Yes, I think we should. I think to throw my two pence straight into the well. Mm. Is that a saying? It is now. Um, I think that we will see some older sets as people have the opportunity to play older sets in a online tournament competitive atmosphere. So I think that we may well see some UXM for some PXG action. We may see some AVX 
because why wouldn't you? Um, and I think we're going to see some older stuff um, just because you can again, just because of the nostalgia value. Yeah, uh, I mean, this is where I suppose the achievements and penalties conversation comes straight into play there because the uh, do you think the nostalgia factor and the opportunity to play some of those older cards and teams that were loved so much back in the day is greater than, I know, for example, the fact that we're giving some bonus tickets in the achievements for building your team out of a modern set? I think you get uh, you'll get two camps. You'll get you'll get people who are like oh that's exciting let me get the uh, you know the justice binder out or the justice league binder let's put you know grab or you know that war of light one yeah um, and you can still make some cool teams like we discussed it before like things like Guy Gardner and uh, the Justice League all together now are like make it quite good although they were a bit mm, just in single sets so who knows but I think you will get those people but you will also get those people and you know who you are you're probably listening who are looking at this achievement list like some kind of puzzle to solve on how you can still make a team to kick everyone's face in and get those uh, tickets. Yeah. Is it a puzzle to sw- solve, or are they just greedy swag monsters looking to win, 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 win? I, don't know, I think that there are, you know, you run with the achievement list, and that does give you, uh, you know, opportunities to win. Um, and you know, we we put that in place. They're like in open honesty. We put the achievements and penalties in place to try and balance the game to where we don't have you know thirty people turn up with their bards or their Uantes or their Beckys or all three in the same team, and um, and and it's a bit of a you know testosterone fueled yeah sweat fest. Sweatfest. Yeah. Although to be to be fair, we uh, I mean we haven't banned a thing. No, we've not. We we've not. We've not banned anything. Uh, what we have done is we've weighted it in a way whereby the penalties will eliminate your raffle ticket wins. Um, you know, so your first couple of wins don't count effectively. That's kind of how how we did it. Um, yeah, so that if hope it, so. yeah, absolutely. So if you did want to rock up and smash face, and you really you you absolutely had have to make a you know a Thor Jormungand's fear team with the collector sidekick making global and sweep up um or go crazy on god catches or Becky Lynch's then um you know we've decided not to stop you because there there is something a part of this that's about answering that question of you know what is the best set <laughs> in a way yeah. um but equally we didn't want it to be a miserable experience for some of the more casual players that are coming along um so and that's- yeah the other camp that we'll see, um, you know, the more casual, the, the maybe newer players, players that don't have access to, you know, AVX or UXM, maybe like started from the campaign boxes. Uh, and, um, you know, there's still some killer teams that can be made out of you know, X-Men Forever, uh, WWE, maybe. Uh, certainly the Justice Box, we've proved, well, you've proven that. Um, and that's the other side of the coin, I think. Yeah, and that takes us, you've mentioned that a few times, um, that takes us back to something that you said uh, in the intro there, that there's power cards in every set really, but you can't necessarily in the single set optimise around them. You know what I mean? So uh, an example might be that there's a a very eye-catching card, but it's a high-cost card, it's a six or a seven, but in set, 
it's not well supported by the level of ramp that's available to to get up to purchase it um so you have to find kind of alternative more creative solutions to uh, f- fill the optimization that would be available to you in, a, in wider constructed um so uh, i think there's powerful cards out there yeah the, just... the four set is the one that i mentioned and i've i've been looking at uh, and that really is short of smaller costing cards which is very thematic in with the fact that you know thor and his um where are they from asgard asgard that's it is asgardian friends they're all pretty beefy tanks so you know they they're not going to suit uh, t- you know you're not going to get a two cost um you know hogan or volstag when they're you know walking immortal fighting giants you know but um that could restrict your your team building uh, when you've only got a handful of lower cost cards to get mm. Yeah, and that's just one example of where playing single set you'll come across those types of things where you go, oh, great, I've got a win condition here. That's really exciting. It's one of my faves from back in the day. But, oh, <laughs> could really do with one of these or could really do with one of them or, you know, whatever. Uh, or you'll find there's an element that's not quite tying together. Um, I'm finding control, actually. Control seems to be concentrated around particular sets. 100%, yeah. Yeah. So you, you could build a great team with a strong win condition and go, oh, but I've got no kind of... No tricks, no shenanigans, no utility here to stop my opponent from winning. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, which is interesting. I don't know why that's happened, but it has. Yeah. And it, yeah. I think that people that have uh, experience in drafting may have a little bit of advantage because they may have a, a better idea or have more of an experience in playing single set because that's usually all done in the same set, isn't it? Yeah. And, and I suppose that. Um, could mean that we earlier we see more earlier sets um, because earlier sets were played more as a single set yeah. set up because there weren't as many sets available at the time. And then you throw on top of the fact that people pro- most likely drafted them more heavily in the early days as well means that your familiarity with the cards and you know you found combos or you've got you know you've you're a nerd like me and you keep a little note of draft teams that you've enjoyed playing to perhaps inform your constructed team making down the line. So yeah, that, that could be um, a, a factor um, that would support seeing more earlier things. See, I'm, I'm on the other side of this. I think we're going to see a lot more of the later sets specifically infinity gauntlet. Uh, yeah. Infinity gauntlet. Why is that? Well, for a couple of reasons. I think uh, the first is that um, uh, newer players who would be interested in the event just may simply not, you know, I think there's less people, the number of people who own high volumes of early set cards who are actively playing is starting to diminish. And I think we've got a higher volume of people who own later sets, broadly speaking. I could be wrong. It's just a feeling. That's just a something in my gut says that that's the case. Um we know that the um, the achievement challenge puzzle makers have st- identified that Infinity Gauntlet is a set that can help you maximise your um, like your your volume of prize tickets out the gate. So I think there's a possibility that that will mean there's more people leaning into Infinity Gauntlet to maximise their um, uh, uh, raffle tickets. 
Um, and I think there's just something about the cult of the new. It's the newest. It's the, you know. Yeah, but there, there will be some savvy individuals out there that will have a look and see if there's a lot of people that are going to be running the Infinity Gauntlet and, you know, a certain kind of restricted <laughs> pool of cards, then, you know, you could work out what's going to beat that and go off kilter or go completely on the other train and, and pick a different set that's going to have the counter to what's expected to be. So then you've got more of a, a chess element to it. Mm, that's Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, that's a good point. So if you know that, for example, Infinity Gauntlet does have uh, a good standing in terms of the team-building achievements, um, then, yeah, you could then get a good feel for what the potential meta is that you're going to be facing and build accordingly. Yeah, I like that point. That's a good point. Um, also, don't forget that there's um, we, we've got the uh, the special Ministry of Dice panel decision achievements two this time around. Uh, we've got the most thematic team and the most intriguing or creative team, uh, both firing out some bonus prize entries as well. So um, there's an opportunity just to... Uh, if you do go wildly left field and it's something that you think would make Andy or I go, then, (laughs) you know, go for it. Right in the dice bag. (laughs) No, I had that for a while. Oh, right in the dice bag. Back of the net. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's an in-joke, folks. Oh, everyone. We've not mentioned that yet, can we? (laughs) Everyone, so before the recording, there's a whole, there's a story here. Uh, no, we can't mention that yet. Um, okay. There's a recording, there's a story here. I've just been handed a cup of tea. Because. Is that the story? No. The story is I was oh. complaining to you about the fact we've got no milk and I couldn't have a cup of tea. Oh. Did, did you know? She's walked away. Uh, hashtag competitive wife. Is she, is she coming back? Is she coming back? <laughs> come here a minute. No, come on. Just just a yes or no answer into the microphone for the listeners because I know they'll need to they'll want to know. Did you know that I would be complaining to Andy about the fact that there was no milk and I couldn't have a cup of tea before I started recording? Lean in. Uh, no, you sent me a shirty text instead. <laughs> 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 <That's there. clears throat> you drank all the milk, by the way. I didn't drink all the milk. Scandalous. The text I sent says interpret this as you will. I'm going to say it in as plain a voice as possible. Where's all the milk gone? <laughs> Is there any, like, punctuation? Question mark. <laughs> there was a question mark. Is it in capitals? No, no. no oh, that, I hate when people do that in capitals. Don't shout at me. Don't write an email in capitals. It's rude. <clears throat> anyway. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, that's an interesting point. But uh, don't forget, of course, folks, that there is a couple of achievements there for uh, thematic teams and an achievement there for intriguing and creative teams. So, yeah, so, you know, there's there's other ways to maximise your your prize earning potential. But overall, Um, it's a bit of an open book. I mean, like, every every set's got their strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, and I think also... You know, uh, you know, for example, that I broadly will just play what speaks to me. You know, it's it's very rarely um, uh, there's very rarely any further thought. So I often play DC sets because 
I'm a DC fan. And, you know, and I'm hoping there's people out there who will do the same. will go, who are my favorite characters? You know, who are my favorite storylines from the comics or the movies or whatever? Um, or what's the set, like you say, that I drafted loads and I just really love? Or it's got my favorite artwork on it. Or I you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it, it is my hope that some entrants will take that view too, uh, because it's an opportunity to do so. Um, and I don't think you get an opportunity to make teams of that nature and still be in with a chance to win some um, swag, you know, that isn't around normally. You know what I mean? Just think you could rook up with, I don't know, a new gods team from the Batman set with four cards in it. Generally, broadly do badly. Although, uh, to be fair, Orion and Big Bard are a pretty, uh, pretty tough combo, although they're expensive. And you could still then end up with three raffle tickets from me because I felt like you played the most intriguing or creative team. Three raffle tickets from Andy because he voted you up as the most thematic team. Uh, you get a bonus ticket for losing half your rounds. Um, you've disadvantaged yourself with only seven. And you could be walking away with a £50 gift voucher for Chaos Cards. <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it is my hope that people will go, well, what, just... What speaks to me? What do I love? What what cards do I really enjoy? Uh, and not enjoy in the sense of like, you know, all powerful, stompy, stompy, winny, winny, but like that I just love or I've, there's an intriguing combo in set that I've always tinkered with and, you know, now's the chance to do it, but I'm in with a chance to actually win the prizes too. There we go. I think we've we've dissected the sets there. Yes, yeah. So our predictions are uh, Andy's saying early, like AVX or UXM specifically for PXG or AVX power cards. I'm saying later uh, and making Infinity Gauntlet my prediction based off um, the achievements list and the fact that it's the, the new, you know, call to the new. Uh, so please do get in touch. Let us know what your predictions are. We'd be interested to know, or just generally, you know, what, what speaks to you or what kind of team building approach that we've just discussed in relation to this event resonates with you the most or how are you going about it you know just just you know just let us know we always love to hear from you guys 100%. Uh, but otherwise you know we'll f- we'll be back in two weeks time and we'll be able to tell you what people played and what the most you know the highest used team and most intriguing stuff is so uh, please do tune in uh, to our next episode to, to get the tournament report after the fact yeah we'll dissect some of the stats yeah absolutely absolutely uh, okay, well, uh, looking at the timer, I think we've run quite long there, especially with the little tea delivery interruption. So let's wrap that one up. Well, there we are, dear listener. As all things must, this episode of the Ministry of Dice has come to an end. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed recording it. And we did. We did indeed. We're, we're so excited about the Dice Masters versus Cantor event. You, you can't believe. We love it every year. Um, it, it very much is a point of pride for us that we've been able to contribute to the uh, wider charitable cause of gaming versus cancer with your help and support in the community of Dice Masters. So uh, thank you to everyone who's helped and supported us with our fundraising in years gone by. And thank you to everyone who's helping us again this year. It really is a tremendous thing. It really is a tremendous thing. And let's you know, let's call it out for what it is. There's very few of us, I suspect, who haven't seen or encountered cancer in our lives somehow, you know, and the sad effects and sad impact that it can have. Uh, and the latest statistics are, you know, in our lifetime, one in three will be affected by it. So all the fun, 
and everything is great, but please do remember at the heart of it all, this is for a tremendous cause that's, uh, you know, we're raising money to, to help move that cause on. And we did. Yeah. You, you didn't know where to go with that then, did you? <laughs> like, oh, he's just got all somber and serious. I know, right? I think that's the first time in, what, four years? Don't even think serious on this podcast. Uh, no, we've had a couple of letters from the Queen. That was quite serious. <laughs> <laughs> True story. <laughs> Don't do it again. Oh, sorry. Yeah, well, I think if ever there was a time to be like serious, it was about the fundraising element of the event. Don't you? Oh, yeah, 100%. It all goes to a great cause. And what's better is that we can have a boat ton of fun whilst we do it. Absolutely. Absolutely right. So, yeah. Um, just even if you've got, you know, buy one less. If you can't, even if you can't play, you know, buy, buy one less coffee, uh, throw a bit of cash in the pot, enter the quiz, or just donate a little bit in the GoFundMe. Um, just as part of the Dice Masters community, let's just, you know, um, let's just up that total and do what we can to contribute to the cause. 100%. Uh, it is the equivalent of an 1830s holiday when it comes to Dice Masters. <laughs> Hardly. It is. It's a party. <laughs> little, known, little known fact for listeners, actually. Andy here used to be an eighteen Club 1830 rep out in Mallorca. Uh, I don't story. know if folks used to know that. He used to be in charge of the boat, the party boat, that was every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday evening and into the night. Uh, however, he got sent home, uh, he's, and he's no longer allowed to set foot on uh, Spanish territory as a result of a very strange incident that involved a local turtle from a pet store, an inflatable, you know, like the ones out the front of the car, sales shops and a captain jack sparrow outfit that well i don't know i, th- I think there's photos in a newspaper somewhere but um he doesn't my, like my, my mum's got it. the uh, cuttings on her wall she's very proud i'll bet she is <laughs> that's how i found out about it <laughs> <laughs> all aboard the boost cruise i'm captain andy i will be your guide for the evening oh what this guy this guy inflatable bob don't mind him <laughs> we'll talk to bob after dark. <laughs> after, after dark. He's 21, you know. <laughs> oh, dear. Right, we better wrap them up there before we get ourselves into dangerous territory. We just got a whole serious somber bit about uh, raising money for cancer research and then... Oh, way <laughs> and, off tack. Uh, yeah, and, dis- and now started discussing your uh, depraved... And <laughs> yeah. So, folks, thanks so very much for listening. I've been Chris, otherwise known online as True Mr. Six. And I've been Andy, a.k.a. Still haven't thought of one. <laughs> Catch you in two weeks, folks. Bye 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 Dice Masters versus Cancer. 20 t- is that your front door? Yeah, it is. One who's, set. Who's ringing your door like half last nine in the night? That can't be good. We're waiting here, folks. Let's just hope it's not some kind of home raid. What's that thing when they get the SWAT team? That would be a bit weird because we pre-recorded it. It wouldn't work, but you know. What? Who was at the front door? Joe and Penny. I'd left the key all the way in. They couldn't get it open. Oh, I was yeah. just so, saying that. What was I in the middle of saying? 
Do you know when um, they do like the SWAT teams when on streamers? The SWAT team comes in when they're streaming, but it wouldn't make any sense because we pre-record it. And how would people know that we're pre-recording right now? They wouldn't. Uh, no, no, they wouldn't. Anyway. Anyway.